welcome to the Early Learning Podcast. My name is Jackie Ward. I'm the Early Learning Coordinator and I am here today with Sheree Bell, our preschool advisor. And we're here talking about the Early Years Learning Framework and this um, episode is uh, about the overarching themes. So I'm going to just um, start the conversation off by talking about, um, you know, I guess the theoretical um, foundations of those three big ideas of belonging, being and becoming. I think there's a strong, um, they're strongly underpinned or, or strongly rooted in uh, socio-cultural theory, particularly Brenner's theory about the idea that a child belongs to um, a family, a neighbourhood, a community, a culture, all of those sorts of things. Um, and I think that's really important to understand. And again, lots of educators often talk about, you know, where do, how do I link in with theoretical perspectives? And I think understanding theory that as it relates to things is, is um, important. Um, I think they're fundamental ideas that we need to think about. I also like to link here with the three big things to um, Maslow's hierarchy of needs as well. You know, thinking about children have those needs for that sort of basic or basic physical needs and the next level being those um, you know social emotional needs for security and safety and things like that and I think the belonging being becoming really kind of slot in there. Um, over to you Cherie your thoughts? Yeah I, th- I think it's really important what you said there about drawing on those theoretical perspectives and considering those because the, the early years learning framework, uh, the belonging being becoming is is more than just a, a kind of a have to do. It draws on those theoretical perspectives and I guess challenges and supports educators to critically reflect on those because as you said, those three overarching themes, belonging, being and becoming are really the, uh, are really underpin everything else that then goes on. Yeah, definitely. You can't you can't do anything else until you've got those sort of fundamental ideas covered, I think. You can't focus in on children's learning and the learning outcomes unless you've got children who do feel like they belong to a space, that they feel comfortable to learn, they feel like they uh, their culture, their identity is reflected in what's being taught and what's being covered. That's um, right. That that's it's not just a catchphrase. It's actually part of the title of this whole document and it kind of it, it sums up everything about early childhood and everything that it's about and everything that you're going to see in early childhood services. Yeah, and I think one of the things that I've done over the years in professional learning is unpacking those three ideas and what they mean for children. What does it mean for a child to feel a sense of belonging? Because I think ed- educators really need to critically reflect on what does it look like? Um, what does it feel like for you? We'll talk a little bit more about that later, what it means for educators. But in order to to ensure that you've got that sort of, you're creating that sense of belonging, um, I think belonging, you know, we kind of think about that in the early stages of when children first start at their um, preschool. Um, I think that for me, the initial stages of planning and um, observations and whatnot should be all about creating a sense of belonging for children and also for families, which we'll also talk about those uh, a little bit longer. Um, as I said, I think educators really need to um, think about sometimes children present with a whole lot of issues and challenges and sometimes it can come back to the idea that they don't necessarily feel that connection. They don't feel that they belong. They don't have enough time to be 
being is all about um, allowing children time in the here and the now to focus in on what you're doing, allow time for conversation, for sustained shared thinking, all of those sorts of things. And becoming, I think, is is one of the Bs that um, educators are way more familiar with because they're always thinking about what's next. Um, but I think for me, um, becoming the becoming B is is really about focusing in on what kind of people we want children to be. So it's not just about uh, we want them to learn these skills and we want them to progress in the their learning outcomes, but we're actually supporting children in the early years to formulate who they're going to be as adults and who they're going to be throughout the rest of their schooling and all those sorts of things. We're we're supporting them to become the adults that they're going to be. So. Yeah, that um, that being, I think all three of these themes, even though we've kind of, you know, we talk about them separately, it is very important to kind of pull them back together and see how they support each other. And that being, it's important for the children in, in our context, they're, they're four years old, to be four, mm. for the year, in order to then become and have those learning paths, you know, that learning trajectory then throughout their, their lives. Yeah, definitely. And I think it is important to see them, you know, and balance your time. How much time am I spending on creating a sense of belonging? How much time am I spending on on, on being with children and allowing children to be and enjoy their world and play and all those sorts of things? And how much of my time and my program is focused on becoming so that there's a balance because you wouldn't want one to overtake the other. I think there's all three of them need to be in, in, in a nice sort of mix. Well, that's right. All three of them are integral to identity, which again is is the core of the early years learning framework as well. Without those, we're looking at um, shaping, um, promoting, guiding and, and supporting children's identity through those three themes in our early childhood services. Yeah, and you make a nice connection there that there's all the learning outcomes do link, you know, indirectly, directly to those three core ideas so that the belonging being becoming of those big scale outcomes, but the learning outcomes then sort of, you know, trickle down from there. And one that stands out for me, you've talked about identity, I think about well-being too. Well-being is really strongly connected, I think, to especially belonging but also being I think children are very rushed in our modern world rushed all the time I know that you know I remember reflecting on my parenting I always think you know my catchphrase was hurry up you know so and I think children at at preschool can even experience that you know Mm. it's time to do this it's time to pack away here it's time always there's always lots of change and as we know um, some children don't cope very well with um, even the smallest of transitions so it's all things to think about. Well, I think that um, allowing that time to be also supports the building those relationships and those partnerships with the children. They're allowed to be in that space. You're with them. You're allowing them just to, to be themselves, learn about them in that space. And that's a really integral part of building that relationship to get to know the children really well, as well as their families. Yeah, nice seg into the next one. Um, I think we always need to be thinking about um, belonging and being and becoming more broadly than um, than our work with children. I know the uh, Early Years Learning Framework is very focused in on those concepts and how they relate to children, but I think we need to think about them for families um, in particular. You know, like we, we have a strong role in supporting families. Um, 
to be the best um, parents that they can be. They look to us for advice and guidance on a lot of different things, but most importantly, to support them in the way that they can support their child's learning, which will be fundamentally important throughout their child's whole schooling career. So I think that's really important to think about what it means for a family to have a sense of belonging at the service and what opportunities are there for them to be at the service and be involved and, you know, spend time with educators if they need to, if they need to have those conversations. You know, it's often happens in a time that we're busy doing other things and we think it's a bit inconvenient to have a long conversation with someone, but sometimes that's what families need to just be with an educator and talk to them. And again, as I said, supporting them to be um, be an advocate for their child um, to, to, sorry, become, I meant, I was focusing in on the third B, to become an advocate for their child, to become, um, you know, a facilitator of their learning. That's a tricky thing to learn how to be um, as a parent. And we as early childhood professionals, I think, can start them on a really good path there or, or support them on a really good path. Absolutely. And I think it, it does go both ways as well mm. when we're thinking about that sense of belonging, being and becoming. Absolutely, we're supporting our families and children, but we're also learning from them as well. Our families, it's really important to acknowledge the um, the knowledge uh, that the families are bringing in about their community, about how the diverse cultures, the linguistics, everything like that that supports them to belong and be within the community. We want them to bring that in and share that as well so that we can absolutely use that to support the children and families when they're in our context as well. So it's, I think it's that two-way Yeah, I couldn't uh, agree more. Yeah. And that's, um, I know we're sort of a bit off topic there, but it's a nice link into that first principle, isn't it? Secure, respectful, reciprocal relationships. It's two ways. It's always two ways. And how are we going to know how to create a sense of belonging for children if we don't actually know what it means for that child to belong? We get that information from families, don't we, you know? And we get it in an authentic way rather than being tokenistic, you know, rather than saying, oh, this child is, um, you know, country of origin is India, so we do all these sort of, you know, tokenistic things as opposed to saying how does that family celebrate it? How does How is it relevant for that family's context? I think it just kind of showcases really about the early years learning framework and how interrelated all of the parts are. Like you said, yeah. we've got the, these overarching, these large overarching themes of belonging, being and becoming. Three fairly simple words that have a lot of meaning attached to them. And then, you know, with that, the principles, practices and outcomes there, we said that before, They're none of those are separate. They yeah. are all integrated and it's very difficult to to separate them. Well, and that's the good thing, I think, for educators is that you don't need to separate them because no. when you're doing one thing well, you're kind of often then doing the other things as well, even if you don't necessarily realise it, which also is a nice segue into the idea of um, belonging being becoming for educators. And again, I think about um, some of the workplaces that I've been into and when you sort of start somewhere new, you, can, you know, I'm sure everyone can think back to a time where you started somewhere new and you were, you felt so out of place, you know, and you didn't, you know, being, if you were like me, being a bit proud and not wanting to ask too many questions. And so how do we create a sense of belonging for our educators? And particularly relevant, I think, is what I've come across is making sure that it's a culturally safe place for educators as well. 
um, so that educators can also bring some of their own identity and their own experiences because children love it when we share ourselves, I think, with them. Um, and families do as well. So I think lots of things to think about, you know, I won't go into it, but, you know, like we think of, um, you know, um, you know, professional development plans and all sorts of those things in a really formal way. But I think if we think about becoming for educators, what does it mean? Um, you, t you can try to get to a little bit more of the core about what does it mean to be, you know, a, a, a great early childhood professional, all those sorts of things. I think these words help you bring it back to real authentic things. Oh, absolutely. When you're considering that, um, I guess, becoming as a team, you're looking at um, you're, you're looking at your journey as a team together. You're, you're looking at what, what role you together can play in the children's learning. I, I kind of, I always keep coming back to the centre of that triangle in the early years learning framework where it really places children and families and their learning right at the centre. And that having that, I guess, belonging to the, to the team as an ed, as educators really supports that journey for the children as well as as the team and i think the that sense of belonging as part of the team uh, educators leadership whoever might be in that space as part of that team it's not only important for health and well-being but like you said it's that it brings out um, respectful and connected environment amongst themselves so then they can share. Yeah, um, and it's and it's absolutely fundamental to high quality practice, you know, yes. like a well-synchronised mm. team that works together, communicates well, all has the same, you know, focus on values and philosophy and all those sorts of things and quality practice. Um, it, you know, amazing things can happen, I think, and, and for children's learning. So it's a really important thing, I think, to unpack as a team as well. So, you know, not that we're sort of um, enforcing this or anything, but it would be great, I think, if after you've listened to this podcast, you might think about, you know, doing a little exercise at your next staff meeting about what is it, what does belonging being becoming mean for children, for families and for educators and thinking about how does that sort of influence your, you know, next year's work to come, your quality improvement, all of those sorts of things. Absolutely. It's a, it's a very interesting task mm. uh, to do that. I've, I've seen a couple of uh, services have taken that on board and thought, well, yeah, what does belonging mean for us as educators and just really tussling with those ideas and collaborating and thinking about what it does mean for them as well as the children. Yeah, and I think it's sometimes we can be a little bit fine-grained in our work. We can really focus in on very specific things or, um, you know, very specific outcomes or very specific elements of the national quality standard, whereas I think when we take a step back and look at bigger picture things, we can often see there's lots of opportunity for connection, integration, all those sorts of things, innovation, all sorts of things. Mm. Um, I think there's an, also an opportunity when you do that too then to look more broadly at how belonging being becoming, you know, those concepts are integrated across the national quality standard um, and also um, with things like the code of ethics. You know, when you're thinking about those big picture things, how, how are those ideas represented in those core um, guiding documents? I think that the national quality standard, the belonging being becoming is just, again, it's integrated, it's throughout uh, the national quality standard in each of those quality areas from, you know, supporting children's agency in quality area one to um, health and wellbeing, 
in quality area two, which is selection of resources and setting up learning environments in quality area three, etc. That these overarching themes provide that lens for educators to select the pedagogical practices and make decisions, all with the common goal of supporting children's learning. Yeah, definitely. And we've kind of pointed out that we've already made some links to Quality Area 7 with the professional development plan and the relationships with families and also with children. So, And again, the Code of Ethics is a really great one to reflect on when you're thinking about big picture items, because I think... If you are questioning yourself as to, um, you know, how am I incorporating the um, the ethics when I think about how I'm supporting children to belong, you're likely to look at those ideas again with another lens or from a different perspective, which I think is um, also great. I think that document too really supports the advocacy work that you talked about before, uh, not only advocacy for, for the children, for families and community, but also for the profession, which yeah. is which is you know, again, brings everything together. Definitely. Well, I think that's it um, from me. Anything else to add from you, Cherie? No, thank you. It's been very interesting. It's like I say, it's sometimes we can be quite finite. So to really look at the big picture and go back to those overarching themes was great. It's great. Thanks, Cherie. Thank you. Thank you.